Genesis 18, 1 through 21. And the Lord appeared to him, him being Abraham, by the oaks of Mamre. He sat down at the door of his tent in the heat of the day. He lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing in front of him. When he saw them, he ran from the tent door to meet them, and he bowed himself to the earth and said, O Lord, if I have found favor in your sight, do not pass by your servant. Let a little water be brought, and wash your feet, and rest yourselves under the tree, while I bring a morsel of bread, that you may refresh yourselves, and after you may pass on, since you have come on to your servant. So they said, Do as you have said. And Abraham went quickly into the tent, and said to Sarah, Quick, three uh, says of fine flour, knead it, and make cakes. And Abraham ran to the herd, and took a calf, tender and good, and gave it to the young man, who prepared it quickly. Then he took curds of milk and the calf that had been prepared, and he set it before them. And he stood by them under the tree while they ate and said to them, "Where is?" they said to him, rather, where is Sarah, your wife? And he said, she's in the tent. And the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, shall have a son and Sarah was listening at the tent door behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in years. The way of the woman had ceased to be with Sarah. So Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, shall I have pleasure? The Lord said to Aram, Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Shall I indeed bear a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you about this time next year, and Sarah will have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. He said, No, but you did laugh. Then the men set out from there, and they looked down towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them and set them on their way. The Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I have, am about to do? seeing that Abraham shall surely become great and a mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have chosen him, that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice, so that the Lord may bring Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, Because the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and their sin is very grave, I will go down to see whether they have done all together according to the outcry that has come to me. And if not, I will know. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, so this is one of these interesting kind of theophanies, Thomas, where the Lord comes and visits Abraham and Sarah in this very personal way. This one's particularly interesting because it's three men standing in front of Abraham. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we don't, we never know like which one is the Lord, but we do know that this is the Lord, like God, Lord, it's the yod Hey vav Hey in right. the Hebrew, which is the personal name of God. And the translators here give us a, um, if, if you're ever reading your Bible and anytime you see the word Lord in all capital letters, which is what I'm reading here, the translators are giving you a little help mm-hmm. because they're saying, this is Lord. This is yod Hey vav Hey. You may have heard of Yahweh, um, and um, basically what it's saying is it's the personal name of God. And this is different than, for example, what we see Sarah saying later 
Um, uh, let's see. Where does she say this? My Lord is old. Verse 12. Shall I have pleasure? That's just Lord like Abraham's the master of the house. He's sure. the head of the home. He's the Lord of the home. He's it's a it's a different it does not have the capitalization that I mentioned before. So anyway, an interesting thing. And then of course we're starting to head towards Sodom and Gomorrah. We'll get there more tomorrow. Um we, what do you make of these theophanies, Thomas? They're so interesting. When uh, you know, <clears throat> the Lord shows up as a wrestler at one point. Um, Joshua, the fighting man. I mean, maybe that's, yeah. some people say that's not the Lord. I mean, so we we don't, some of these things, we don't know if it's like the Lord or an angel or not the Lord or like his Mel, people say, is Melchizedek a theophany? Like this one, this one, I don't think we have to wonder about. This though. one's, yeah, this, this one's one legit. Is, yeah. And the Lord shows up. And it's so interesting because I think this helps us. Who are the other two guys? Oh. Or is that like the Trinity? I mean, what's going on here? You know, it does have a very trinitarian picture here, uh, but I I don't know for sure. It's uh, it's it's like going to Israel and they say, "Did this happen here?" And sometimes you say, "Yes, certainly," and sometimes you're like, "Maybe." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I'm not sure, but to me, just personally, I'm like, man, I'm so grateful for the Holy Spirit. Oh yeah. He Abraham gets visited by God on occasion, and it's life changing and powerful. I'm visited by the Lord twenty four seven. And yes. I unfortunately just take that for granted. So I think Abraham, if he was here, would just grab me by the lapels and say, don't, don't take this yeah, for don't granted. Don't miss this, yeah. Uh, but yes, I mean, the Lord shows up. He he washes his feet, which is so interesting. The Lord lets him be touched, uh, lets himself be touched by Abraham, washes his feet. Um, uh, you know, he eats. What's that all about? Mm -hmm. Like the very interesting um so very Christ-like pictures too. I mean, Jesus eats after the resurrection with the disciples on the yes. beach. Like we, very interesting kind of pictures. Yeah, one of the of things what that struck me is the like enormous hospitality of Abraham. But mm -hmm. I guess he knows he's meeting with the Lord. I mean, he's he's got this sense of awe. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's like, please stay. Here's the cakes. Here's the here's the here's the calf. This is a really really powerful scene. Oh. And I mean, there's so much in here. You could just talk about this forever. He's he's interrupted. I'm not sure what he was doing under the oaks. I don't know if he was healing from the circumcision still at this point. I don't know if he was resting in the heat of the day. I'm not sure exactly what he was doing, but there's an interruption in his schedule and he begins to see it as no interruption at all. Yes, yeah. The Lord shows up and it is time to respond. Uh, I, I yeah, love that. And there's definitely like, again, like you said, there's kind of a Passover-ish thing here. Uh, there's, the, there's feet washing, that happens there's this meal that happens um you know we, again we as we talked about yesterday we see sarah laughing at this because she could hear you know what was being said here uh and then you know she kind of denies it i mean it, it, there's just a lot going on um in the passage but i i do think you know at the end of the day this is just one little extra sign that god was going to do what he said he would do that's right. That God is going to um, give Abram an offspring, Abraham an offspring, and that through this offspring, the whole world would be blessed. It's just one step more in this. And it's interesting because it's very much juxtaposed in chapter 18, at least, and we, we only read the first half of chapter 18, between the blessing of God, he's giving offspring, he's multiplying, and the curse of God, the enemies of God, the chosen of God and the enemies of God. Um, so, uh, yeah, very interesting and powerful passage. 
Um, again, I think there's a lot going on here. It's, 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 it's a little bit hard to understand exactly all that's going on here, but a passage that certainly calls for our study. That's right. And, and one super encouraging thing that Jesus himself, I believe, is quoting from this passage uh, when he's talking about who can and can't, can't be saved. And he says how hard it is for a rich person to get saved. And the disciples said, well, who in the world can get saved? Right, yeah. And I think he quotes verse 14 here when he says, is anything too hard for the Lord? Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is a really hopeful moment. And it's it's indicative of Abraham's whole life. Abraham had to have God show up. God had to do a work, and he did. Abraham's whole hope was on the Lord. Yeah, as, as, um, as impossible as it is for a woman who, and I think what it's saying here is like she's gone through menopause, right? right. She's past having cycles. That's right. It, it is also impossible for um, us to do anything that merits salvation, but God brings salvation to those that he delights in. And we see that with Abraham, and we see that um, through Christ to us. So uh, an encouraging passage, yeah, uh, I love it. Well, for Thomas Nelson, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 404- 465-1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.